Wednesday afternoon and we are joined on the line by Rebecca White. Rebecca is the editor of Rebecca is the editor of New Zealand Geographic magazine in New Zealand. And good afternoon, Rebecca, or evening to you. It's evening for you, isn't it? Hello, it's the evening here. Yes, it is. Yeah. And so, okay, so why are we talking to someone in New Zealand? Well, you wrote a piece, an editorial piece, uh, a little, a couple of months ago, um, inspired by Hong Kong, about something that you, you saw in Hong Kong that you thought was interesting. And all of my friends and family in New Zealand have read this piece and forwarded it to me and said, have you read this thing? Have you read this thing that Rebecca <laughs> White wrote in New Zealand Geographic magazine? What did you write? Do you want to tell us? I won't ruin the surprise. You can... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that gets um, illuminated to you when, when you do go somewhere else. And um, what I found is before I had traveled, I was reading a lot about a theory um, called third places, um, which was come up with by um, an American uh, sociologist and um, called Ray Oldenburg. And he looked around America and he realized that it didn't have something that was present in European cities. And that was and he called it the third place. Now, obviously, if there's a third place, there's a first place and a second place. And yes. so he decided your first place is your home and your second place is your workplace because um, most people um, have a workplace. And then he thought, hang on, we need something else. Where is the place where we hang out and meet people? And in Europe, there are plazas and squares and cafes and there's much more of a public environment um, available than um, there was to Ray Oldenburg in his Florida subdivision where you got in your car and you drove from your home to your work and back again and didn't really stop in the middle. And I'd been thinking about this a lot in, in relation to New Zealand um, when I visited Hong Kong and I thought, oh my goodness, the same thing is available here. Um, I'm hanging out in Aberdeen and there's a big square and there's people hanging out all of the time. There's places for older people to have out, which we hang out, which we just don't have it at home. Um, we, we, the way we organize our cities is that, um, elderly people are often in retirement villages sort of sequestered in residential areas and they're just not part of city life mm. in the same way that in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, there's people walking in the parks all the time with music playing from boomboxes or <laughs> loitering in the squares, laughing raucously at a joke like they're teenagers or hanging out on the street corners, smoking together. And um, it's really, um, it's something really special that you have. And um, I sort of wanted to point that out to people um, who don't have it in New Zealand, but also people to whom it might seem pretty normal in Hong Kong. You're like, oh, this is, this is how it is everywhere, right? Yeah, because I mean, it's interesting <laughs> for us because, yeah, because it's interesting for us because a lot of people in Hong Kong would hold up living somewhere like New Zealand, which is clean and green and beautiful, as this amazing ideal because you can have a big house and you can have a big garden. And, you know, people here think, oh, you know, I just, I, you walk downstairs and like I guess I go across the road to the square and I have a cup of coffee. But you saw something special in that from, you know, grass is greener. For us here, we're like, oh, you must love all the space you have. But as you said, maybe it's not, maybe it's not a positive all the time. Having this um, really big debate um, here in Auckland in New Zealand about um, proximity in the sense that space isn't universally a great thing and people living a bit closer together has so much that we have completely lost because we don't have the same um, because we segregate our residential and work and shopping areas um, so clearly um, we don't have the same sort of vibrant mix of uh, things taking place it's very boring to walk places because there's no one out on the street it's so much less safe than Hong Kong mm. um, we, we really are now thinking 
there's sort of this movement to um, actually put people a little bit closer together because there's so much to be gained from that community knowledge. Another thing that we're reckoning with in New Zealand is um, our really terrible record of mental health. <laughs> um, and it's, it's probably not much become, better here, yeah. <laughs> Well, now part of the thinking is, you know, um, people are really lonely. In the last census, there was something like a third of New Zealanders um, reported sort of strong feelings of loneliness. And we're also really disconnected from our communities. We don't have places where we can easily go and get to know people around us. So um, something that's really important about third places is that they're really um, they're really basic. They're free. They're easy to get to. It's something like a square or a street corner or a little community centre or a bar where it's, you know, it's not particularly fancy and it's cheap or free. And, and, um, and it has regulars. So it's the kind of place that you can become known. You mm. can start conversations with people without it being a really intense thing. So here, if you want to meet the people around you, you've kind of got to invite them over for dinner or go out for coffee or go out for a drink, which is a bit of an intense thing when you're first getting to know people. But sure. third place is really encouraged. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's more that sort of casual acquaintanceship. It's being exposed to people from different walks of life who maybe have different views from you. It's being part of that community network. There's sort of third places where, you know, maybe there's a person who's a bit older and one day they don't turn up and so the other people know to give them a ring and see if there's anything all right. Is everything all right? It's, it's that kind of connection mm. that we don't have available to us um, that I see happening a lot more successfully overseas than here. So we're doing quite a lot of soul searching about that at the moment. Oh, amazing. Because I mean, I do I do think it's, it's, it's a funny one in Hong Kong, because I guess I think we do probably take it for granted, because we, we I don't think everyone always likes the fact that we in Hong Kong, most of us tend to live on top of each other. There's lots of us in a building, <laughs> you know, we, you know, it's not yes. hard to leave your front door and see another person any time of day or night, really, there's always going to be someone mm-hmm. around. But that also, um, we're also a city who um, we're not always, I think, you know especially the younger of us I'm just going to include myself in that category um, you know we, mm. we, we're people who are very quick to grab a phone when we're in a public space now to try and create that kind of sense yeah. of isolation and you pick up your phone and you have your little personal bubble and actually sometimes you know like you're saying there's a lot more benefits to just looking around you seeing the people around you and just connecting with other human beings right that's a good thing and, for us. and there's so much so much research in support of it as well. Um, um, there's a really interesting, I was reading recently by an American artist, um, Jenny O'Dell. She's written a book called How to Do Nothing, which is a bit of a misleading title because it's actually about finding connections around you, uh, less about doing nothing, <laughs> but more about stopping and noticing things. And one of her big things is that, well, the internet's been this really great thing for connectivity. You can make friends all over the world. Um, you, you're always, someone's always there, essentially. Um, but what it also does is it decouples us from our place. And so you're paying less attention and you're less involved with what's directly around you because you're so well connected all of the time. So Mm. she's not a she's not a person who's coming along and saying, oh, you know, chuck it all out. There's no point. It's, It's sort of like balance um, your interactions carefully, yes, have this um, network of people who all share your one niche interest that you've managed and you've managed to find each other online. That's really cool. But also there's really something to be said by um, her thing as she goes down to, she lives in the Bay Area um, on the west coast of the States and she goes down to her local Rose Garden and these people that she sees, she sees there all the time and it's that, that casual acquaintance of having people around you that look a bit familiar or you mm. you, you recognize them mm. is really important to our sense of place and our sort of location that that contributes so much to our mental health and I think we're only just realizing that we can support health in this way by the design of our cities and how we arrange ourselves and what we have available to us. 
Oh, sure. So, so, okay, well, this is uh, something for us to think about here in Hong Kong. So it's not always grass is greener. People aspire to this beautiful big house with a beautiful big backyard, but often maybe it's a little bit better for you to have neighbours who you have to bump into on the stairs or in the lift lobby or whatever it is. Um, I know that playgrounds and, and are also, big ones um, well. Yeah, well, there's been a one conversation that's going on is um, it's very traditional for everyone to have their, their back lawn and you grow up playing on your back lawn and now people are saying actually um, it might be better for us in the long run if we move that private area to a shared area and we have um, parks that are easily accessible rather than everyone having their own sort of individual parcel of land. And that's one thing that Hong Kong also does really well. New Zealand has incredible public spaces in terms of parks, but they're not very accessible, especially to people who maybe aren't as wealthy or don't have a car. If you Mm. don't have a car, you can't get to any of them in the way that in Hong Kong, you hop on public transport and you're there, you're hiking in the wilderness, right? Mm. Um, That's something that you are really lucky to have and is really uncommon, I find, in cities around the world that that's so accessible. You have those play areas so accessible visible to you. Mm. No, it's, I think it's completely true. And it's, I think it's like, again, that, uh, that, that thing about p- familiar faces is it's, it does something to you to be recognised as you walk down a street. Maybe not by everybody. I mean, mm, I, mm. I don't, I don't know what it feels like to be a celebrity, for example, but there's something, there's something, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not regularly recognised, but um, in my own neighbourhood, I suppose my family were pretty distinctive and we, we know our neighbours and there is something really lovely yeah. of walking down a street and having a shop owner that you, uh, grocery shop owner that you see every couple of days waving hello exactly. and saying to you and it does it just lights something up in your brain to feel like oh there's a person i know you know and yeah, um, yeah. you know as opposed to thinking you have to drive halfway across the city to find them so i I've, thank you rebecca thank you for joining us on the 123 show this lunchtime to remind us of some positives <laughs> no about the city we live in it was nice to find know that somebody who it's visited us place. found something inspiring in our humble humble crowded busy bustling <laughs> neighborhoods thank you very very much thank you very much have a, no have a wonderful rest of your no evening. Problem. That was Rebecca White uh, joining us from uh, she's editor of New Zealand Geographic magazine in Auckland, New Zealand was joining us to talk about third places and there's lots of positives there to take away. I'm feeling renewed love for my local neighbourhood now. Uh,